What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out-of-shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. All right, all right, all right. We are back with another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. Last week was such an exciting week. Um, pretty sure I recorded last week's podcast. Yeah, I actually did it in my new kitchen, and I was just so excited because I got to bring the vision board on to the Facebook Live in the group that I record this podcast in and kind of show them how the place that I had been dreaming of and like manifesting and getting up and doing like morning meditations to and, and like praying and just all that stuff. It, it, it came to fruition because I didn't stop. Like even the week before there was a roadblock, but I was like, no, that's my place. And I fought for it. So it was just, it's just such a good feeling to be um, in this space and in this energy. Like I dreamed of this day where I would have my huge room and I'm not overlooking the lake yet because they didn't have any lakefront properties available, but that's okay. That That's the next goal is to uh, move to the back of the neighborhood on the lake that drew me here. But nonetheless, um, today we're going to talk about how staying up is easier than getting up, right? Um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of people get knocked off their horse and that's life. Like things are going to happen. Um, one of the most common things that happens with people when they sign up to train with me, let's do fitness clients. One of the most common things that will happen with a fitness client is they'll get injured. Now, I don't want to scare anyone into not work. Uh, you know, I don't want to work out with her. Everybody gets injured. It's life. Like y'all are going to get injured regardless, especially if you don't have a good sense of balance, which I teach my clients. We do a lot of single leg work and a lot of core work. Ain't that right, Christine? She's watching. We do uh, a lot of strength training, which has been proven to include your bone density, which means your bones are going to be stronger. So my point is, regardless whether you're lifting or not lifting, you're going to get injured at some point in life. At least when you're lifting, though, you'll have the balance to save yourself from more injuries and you'll have the coordination because you've been working with your, your mind to muscle. But nonetheless, it happens. It's life. And so sometimes people will get injured. Like one of my clients today, Caitlin, she's doing so freaking awesome that she just found out she has arthritis in her shoulder and she can't lift for a while. And she was down and I wasn't. The first thing I said to her is, girl, you can train legs. What are you talking about? Take your ass to the gym, sit in the leg press machine, do some leg extensions, do some calf raises. You can do adductors. You can train all, you can train your core. You can do all the things when, when one part of your body isn't working, but Either way, that's having a solution-focused mindset versus problem, and that's also something that I instill in my clients. But either way, things are always going to happen. You're going to get injured, so then you can't train. And, or 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 you, you feel like you're set back, like now your progress has been set back, and, and then you get discouraged, then you quit, even though you don't have to. As I clearly just mentioned, she can keep training lower body. But most people, when they run into a bump in the road, they throw their hands in the air, and they're like, oh! All is worth nothing. I just, I might as well quit. And then they get down and they allow that emotion to dictate their response to the situation. They, are, they allow their emotions to dictate how they move forward. And so they get down and they stay down. 
with my life coaching clients. A lot of them do a hybrid program with me where we do fitness, life, and nutrition. But with some of my life coaching clients, the same thing will come up where they're all ready to go. I'm ready to like change my mindset. I'm ready to get more confident. I'm ready to get back to what's important to me. I'm ready to find myself again. I'm ready to start my business. Whatever their personal goals are, they come to work with me. And a lot of people have this mindset that, okay, like now that I'm ready to do whatever it is I want to do, the planets are going to align and everything is going to work out for me because everything is working for me, right? Bonnie, you said that the universe is on my side. Well, yes, but the universe is also testing to see how much you really want it and if you're actually committed to it. And so people will join the life coaching program and then crazy things will happen like a relative dies or they find out their boyfriend's cheating on them or they lose their job. Or, you know, life happens. And it's so easy to just let that overcome you and be like, oh, I knew this wasn't the right time. Oh, I'm, I'm going to quit. Like you, you get into this negative state and then you get down and then you stay down. And what happens is when you're down, it's so much harder to stand back up than if you would just continue to stand up and fight. Because when you get down, what happens is it's like a spiral. I've talked about this in the discouragement podcast. Once you get down, like you don't have access. One of my clients, Kelly, she said, I gave her tools to handle things that before she wouldn't have handled the same way. So when you're down and you allow your emotions to, to overcome you, to overtake you, you don't have access to those same tools, the same mindset, the same coping mechanisms, the same thought process that you probably would have access to if you had just stayed up and stayed positive. And so one of the things that I love that Caitlin did, like she, she, she was sad about not being able to lift, but then she got on Facebook Live and our group and just started like speaking all of the things that she's learned during her life coaching program, speaking, she's giving back. And when you give back, when you do things for other people, it makes you feel better. I'm not saying you give so that you can feel good, but instead of wallowing in her sorrow, oh, I've lost 30 pounds and now I can't keep going and, you know, poor me. She did a little bit of that and that's okay. Like that's life. We all cry. I cried my eyes out to my clients about not getting the place that I would get the very next week. But she didn't stay down. She was down for a little bit. She didn't stay down. And if there's one thing that I could just, if, if I could just implant within everyone, if I could just take a little piece of my life experiences and just transfer it to you, it's you can get down, but don't stay down because it's so much easier to stay up than it is to have to get back up because to have to get, I watch people do this all the time. They'll start their fitness journey. They'll start their weight loss journey. They'll start their, I'm going to work on my mindset and be more responsible and be more disciplined journey. And the second anything is not perfect. The second something goes wrong at work, the second the scale goes up, the second, you know, anything at all that's not favorable to them happens. They, they relapse, they go backwards. And, and they don't take like one or two steps back. They take like 10 steps back because they're in their fuck it mode, right? And it's so much harder to have to come back from all of the poor decisions that you made when you were feeling some type of way, a temporary feeling, by the way, because feelings are temporary. They don't last. And so the way that you're going to be able to combat this, the way that you're going to be able to overcome this is to have that perspective, that this is just a feeling, this is just a phase, this is just a season. It sucks right now, but it's not always going to suck like that. It's not always going to be like this. And when you can set out with that mindset 
and makes it a lot easier to, to stay up instead of falling down. So number one way to, to, to stay up so that you don't have to keep getting back up every other week, every other month, is, is your mindset around the task. How do you, the task that you're trying to, to uh, how would I say, achieve? Let's say it's weight loss. Let's say you're working hard, you're working hard, you're, you're tracking your calories, you're doing your steps, you're eating right, you're doing all these things, and um, you get on the scale one day and you're a female, and you decide to check it because you're not being consistent with taking your weight. That's a whole other story. But you hop on the scale and um, you notice you're two pounds heavier. And instead of being like, okay, well, I am a human made up of water and, and tissue and bones and all this other stuff. And I am also a female who has a cycle. And I also did have some salt the night before so my body could be retaining fluid. I also probably haven't pooped today yet and could be holding a lot of pee. Instead of thinking of all the logical reasons why the scale went up, you lose your shit and decide that it's not working. You throw your hands in the air and you start spiraling down and have a pity party for the next two days. And during that pity party, you're eating ice cream, you're drinking wine, you're just not giving a fuck because your two weeks of hard work didn't result in two pounds lost on the scale. So now you're, you're you're just, you're, you're, you're over it. And now when it's time to talk to coach, now when it's time to, to get back up and go to the gym, now when it's time to get back on the scale, it's, it feels like there's cement bricks tied to your ankles. When you, when you walk in the gym, everything feels for, everything feels new. You're dreading the fact that you're going to be sore because you know, you haven't been here in weeks and it's like, you're starting all over again. Or you avoid your coaching calls with me, or you, you do everything you can to avoid the mess that you put yourself in because of the way that you responded to a feeling. You weren't, you weren't feeling happy, so you just let that ruin your progress. Which in reality, it doesn't really ruin it. You just have to start over again. But for some of you guys, the reason why that's your response is because your mindset around the task, you think that, you think that, 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 because I do this, I should see results this way. Or you think that if I do work out, it doesn't matter because it's not going to make a difference. So your mindset is stuck on this belief that no matter how hard you work, it's not going to make a difference. So you don't stay consistent. Or maybe you feel like you have to do this because you have something to prove to someone and it's not coming from a place of a desire for you to genuinely want to change yourself. It's for someone else. It's, or it's because you're hating your body. Your mindset around the situation is going to determine how you show up in that situation. So if you want to stay up and, and not constantly be having to pick up and start over from, from the start, you need to have the right mindset going into this. You need to have the right mindset that this is a journey and not a sprint, whatever it is. You need to have the right mindset that says, this is the goal and hashtag no matter what, I'm going to do what I have to do to reach the goal. If I, That's like saying, you're taking a cross-country trip and you're like, I have to get to Washington. doesn't matter if I get a flat tire. I'm going to change a flat tire and keep going. doesn't matter if the car runs out of gas. I'm not going to turn all the way back home and, 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 and head, head home. You know, I'll stop at the gas station, put some gas in the car and keep going. doesn't matter. Have you ever seen Tommy Boy? I know that that's showing my age, which I don't care. I'm a, I'm a 90s kid, 80s baby. Tommy Boy was with Chris Farley. And, and Dana Harvey, did I say his name right? Oh Lord, if I mess his name up, they're going to come for me. I'll come for me. Anyway, Tommy Boy, 
Chris Farley lost his dad and they were getting ready to lose their company business. And so this kid who had like little to no experience in the family company was a terrible salesperson, was just a hot mess express. He had to drive cross country to these different factories to try to sell a part or else he would lose his family business, his inheritance, if you will. And the whole town of people in the Midwest, because it was like a car factory, they were in Sandusky or Cincinnati, they were in Ohio somewhere, the, the factory would have closed and thousands of people in the city would have lost their job. So when he got in that car, knowing that all of the odds were against him, he had a no matter what attitude. I got to sell these parts no matter what. I'm not a good salesman. Oh, well, I got to sell these parts no matter what. I've never sold anything in my life. I got to sell these parts no matter what. I'm I'm a hot mess express. The car was fault when they started that road trip. It was a beautiful like antique convertible car, right? By the end of the road trip, they had lost the uh, they they hit a deer, put the deer in the back of the car, and the deer like ruined the car uh, with his antlers getting out. Uh, Chris Farley did something I did, which was reversed with the car door open, and it ended up being like parallel to the side of the car. So they lost the car door. They went through hell and back, but in the end. The very last stop that they they finally they finally had some breakthrough and it was all the way at the end. It wasn't in the beginning. They got nose the whole way there. And then fine but they kept pushing. They had a no matter what attitude. Their mindset was, this is there's no plan B. And I think a lot of you start your tasks with a half-assed mindset. You have a plan B lined up. Well, if, if this weight loss don't work, I'm getting surgery. Even though it's like 30, 40 pounds, you could easily have lost that right? But you have a plan B in your head. You didn't even start with the intention of working hard. You started with, well, when this doesn't work, I'm going to do this. You've already fucked yourself with that mindset. You have to start with the right mindset that says, no matter what, this goal is getting accomplished. So that's the number one tip on how to stay up when you're doing something. Start with the right mindset towards the task at hand. Start with a no matter what mindset. Number two, number two is preparing for the task, preparing for the goal. I see this a lot because I do, I run six week challenges about every, I don't know how to count. Would you say that's every seven weeks or eight weeks? Whatever. I run challenges back to back to back now. We'll stop six weeks. I'll do a free challenge for a little bit. Give the girls a rest. Uh, give some people who've been watching from the outside in a chance to be like, okay, I think, I think I'm ready to do this. And then we start up again. We go balls to the wall for six weeks. You don't have to do that. I do regular fitness and nutrition coaching, but people love the word challenge and it usually gets women involved. People get hype. And so I think that sometimes when people will sign up for this challenge, they're forgetting that it is a challenge. So it is accelerated. It is fast paced. You have six weeks to get your shit together and hopefully see some results. And you can, lots of women have, but there's all, there's always some that start and they're like, whoa, 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 like this is a lot. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta drink water. What, what, what? I got, I gotta walk and, and get steps. Well, I gotta exercise. I gotta, oh my gosh, there's all this. I gotta have to track food. Like, but it, it's a challenge. It wasn't supposed to be easy. Nowhere did I say join the six week sit around or join the six week. Let's think about getting started and not do nothing. Not, let's join the six week. Uh, maybe if I feel like it, I might work out today. Uh, maybe if I feel like it. No, it's a six-week challenge, right? And I think that a lot of people don't start off with the mindset like, I need to prepare for this challenge. Let me go get some Tupperware containers so I can meal prep. Let me go grocery shopping or let me get rid of the stuff that's going to hinder my progress. Let me, one of the things that I do when I start a life coaching client, the very first session, their homework is clearing the clutter. 
Next week, I start uh, coaching, finance coaching with one of my close friends. He was a student and now he's freaking killing it. David Plazas, he's going to teach me how to do some trading and investing. And I already know the first week he's going to talk to me about burning my boats. And any of you in business, anybody, you get the reference or you're a history buff, burning your boats means there's no going back. And too many people start these six-week challenges and they're like already like they have it in their mind. They're not having that burning the boat mentality. They're not having the I'm going all in mentality. They're like, I'm going to put my pinky toe in and if I don't like it, I'm going to pull it back. So a lot of people are doing. That's what you're doing and and the things that you're setting out to do in life. Like, well, I'm going to try this thing that's new. I'm not going to give it all my effort. And when it doesn't work out, Fuck it. You got to prepare for the task, guys. You got to know what the odds are against you. You got to know that it, that that may mean rearranging your schedule. <gasps> you can't expect to get your workouts in when you've taken zero steps into making sure that you get your workouts in. So you be like, oh, I missed another workout again. I just got off of work and I'm so tired. And I'm like, did you have that problem before you signed up for the challenge? Well, yeah. I'm like, so what made you think it was going to be different when you started the challenge? Prepare for the task. I told you it was going to be workouts. Did you did you decide that maybe you'd go to bed a little bit earlier so you could wake up later? No, I didn't do that. Did you maybe talk to your significant other, your mother, sister, brother, somebody to maybe watch the kids while you get this workout time in? Yeah, no, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so for food, um, you know that you have poor eating habits because that's what we talked about in the consultation. Did you think of a way for you know how you're going to do it on this challenge to not you know, maybe make some slight change. No, I didn't do that. How can you possibly stay up and get momentum when you have no plans in place to get up so you can have momentum? So in this case, people that don't prepare the, the task, they can't even, it's not even about staying up or getting, like it's just about getting up and they haven't even set themselves up for success so that they can do that. So the number two way to make sure that you can stay up or at least not be stuck down is to prepare, simply prepare. Prepare for the task, guys. You know what it is. You know what you're signing up for. Don't let your old self come in and sell, sabotage you and stop you from becoming great just because you didn't prepare. Just, just take a second. Just take a second. That's it. And my last tip, number three, set yourself up for success to make sure that you're not constantly in a state of, I got to get back up again. I got to get back to the gym again. I got to get back on my shit again. I got to, like, don't get me wrong. You're a human. You're going to have days. You're going to have week. Like things are going to happen, but you don't have to be in a perpetual state of playing catch up. And one of the best ways to make sure I said catch up instead of catch up. One of the best ways to make sure that you're not always having to get back on the horse is simply reminding, reminding, simply surrounding yourself with people who are already successful at what you're doing. I learned this through business mentorship after business mentorship. When I'm surrounded around people who are killing it in their own online businesses, it makes me want to kill it. That's why I have my clients post your Wednesday wins so other people can see your wins and get inspired. I don't care if you're only down one pound. I don't care if your win is that you actually got a workout in. I don't care if your win is that you actually meal prep this week or you drank your water or you took your steps. You're an encouragement to someone else who's not there yet. Post your wins because you are encouraging people. And when you encourage each other, guess what? They start showing up and doing better. So now we got a whole squad of ladies who are out here pushing 
pushing each other and encouraging each other to do better. It's not about who's further along than me. It's about how can I help someone else get up to where I'm at or how can I get to where they're at? How you keep watching them because success leaves trails. So if you're watching and you're a mom and you're like, dang, that mom is doing it. How did she do it? Pay attention. If you're watching someone owning a business and you're like, dang, how do they do it? Pay attention. If you're watching someone that is doing something that you want to do, pay attention and get as close to these people as you can. Guys, I say this all the time. The reason why I go to Toastmasters is because there are some freaking talented ass people in there. People who run their own business, multiple businesses, right? People who are already getting paid to speak in invited places. And I'm like, well, shit, I, w- I want to be a speaker. That's the whole goal of my life. My life's calling. I want to be a speaker. So why would I only speak on Facebook or speak on my podcast where there's no one here to critique me or tell me what to do better? Why not go surround myself around people who are already doing what I'm doing and successful at it so that I can take notes? Why? Because success leaves clues. So again, guys, to make sure that you're staying up and not constantly having to pick yourself back up, number one, get your mindset ready for the task at hand. Look at how you view it. Do you think that your efforts are in vain? Because if so, you're not going to try. Get your mindset together. Number two, prepare for the task. Stop signing up for challenges knowing damn good and well you have no intentions of doing anything in it. Prepare for the task. Make the arrangements. Get a schedule, get a planner, do something different. The definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over again, expecting different results. If you're gonna, if you're gonna try something new, that means that you need to actually try. Okay. And then number three, surround yourself with people who are already successful at what you're doing. I want to go back to this one real quick. I thought I was done. I lied, guys. Some of you ladies are wanting to change your lives. You're wanting to be taken more seriously in a certain realm. Like some of you are wanting to write books. Some of you are wanting to start your own business. Some of you are getting really serious about your health and fitness. Some of you are getting ready to make a career change, right? But you're surrounded about around low quality people. How could you call my friends low quality? Because they are. Okay. Your friend that encourages you when you go into your little bitching session about how horrible and how hard life is, that's a low quality person. You need someone that's going to hear your pain and be like, okay, but you do realize that this happened because A, B, C, and D, I love you, girl, but like you're always going through the same thing and I don't want to see you hurting anymore. So maybe you could A, B, C, and D, try this, right? You need people that are going to call you on your bullshit. Surround yourself with high quality people, low quality people like to like to see you down because it makes them feel better about their their low quality life as well. And I peeped that and I was like, I'm not going to keep hanging around people who are encouraging me to drink my problems away after work every single day or just smoke my problems away every single day or just become the mom that's always got a wine glass in her hand. And it's so funny. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Is it funny because I'm not happy with my body? Is it funny because I'm still in these situations and this wine didn't make it go away? Is it funny because I feel unfulfilled? Hey, but I'm drunk, so I don't got to think about it. No. Stop hanging around people who think that shit is cool. If you want to live a boss life, you want to level up, you want to rise up and be your highest self, that means you're going to have to start hanging around higher quality people. That's it. That's it, guys. That's all I got for you today. I hope that this was useful. I hope that this 
like lit a match under somebody's ass. I hope it woke you up. I hope it made you realize that changes in order for them to happen, like you got to make them happen. You don't get to just wake up one day and decide you want to be a better version of yourself and, and the skies open up and beam you with a, a ray of sunshine. And now, boom, now you're magically brand new. Like you got to put the work in. You got to work on your mindset. You got to prepare for what you're going to do. And you need to change your scenery and surround yourself. Why can I talk today? You got to change your scenery and surround yourself with higher quality people because they're going to motivate you. Yeah, you might want to compare yourself to them every now and then, but for the most part, you're going to want to keep up with them. You hang around the barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. You hang around the moms that only drink all day long and laugh it up and, and just, you know, eat fast food and laugh about how out of shape they are, like it's funny, then then that's that's what you'll think is normal. You start hanging around people who set goals and get them. Women who say, I'm going to start my own business and do it. Women who... You start hanging around people that say they're going to do stuff and actually follow through, they may as well, eventually, they're going to convince you that you could do the same thing. So I love you guys. I hope that you have an amazing afternoon. I hope that this blesses your day. If you got value from this podcast, I would love it if you went ahead and screenshot this, posted it in your story, tag me on Instagram at bodybybonds. You can check me out on Twitter. Nope. Am I on Twitter? Yes. Coach Bonds. And on TikTok at Boss Bod Bonds, one word, no underscores. And I would love to give you a shout out. Um, share this podcast with someone that needs to hear this, who's been struggling to try to break through like their self-destructive cycle or just trying to make some changes in their life. Because that's why I made this podcast is for people that are ready to see some change happen in their life. You guys have the best day of your entire life and I will see you next week.